Orcas and salmon are friends that need help. Our ocean pals are facing some trouble. Less trouble, more bubbles. There's so much we can do. Do you know what I'm thinking? Let's start preaching extinction. Hello, and welcome back to the Breaching Extinction podcast. For those of you that are new here, the Breaching Extinction podcast explores the plight of the endangered southern resident killer whales through interviews with the people trying to save them. There are currently less than 80 southern resident killer whales left, and they are currently threatened by lack of prey, vessel noise, and water toxins. All these factors impact one another and play a significant role in their population decline. They have historically spent much of their time in the Salish Sea. However, they've been seen less and less likely forced out of their home by lack of prey as well as busy and toxic waters. I'm your host, Erica Wirth, and I decided to start this podcast in 2019 after spending a summer working in the Salish Sea and learning about these animals. Each week, I dive into a new conversation with guests from varying perspectives. I approach these topics through an interdisciplinary lens in hopes of uncovering the intricacies of this complex issue. Through this, I hope to share insight as well as fit the puzzle pieces together needed to save this species. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. If you have any questions or are interested in being featured on the podcast or sponsoring us, please reach out over Instagram at Breaching Extinction or send an email to info at breachingextinction.com. Thanks. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Breaching Extinction podcast. I hope you guys all had a wonderful week. This week, I'm here again with Owen Begley Collier and Lucy Larkin from the Snake River Savers. How are we doing today, guys? Good. How are you? Doing pretty well. Nice sunny day here in Monterey, which is kind of rare for us. That's exciting. Yes. Um, awesome. So Owen has been on the podcast before, but for those of you that are new, Owen, can you reintroduce yourself for any of our new listeners? Yeah, my name is Owen Begley Collier. Um, I'm a, one of the leaders in the volunteer organization Snake River Savers. Um, and I've basically been obsessed with orcas since first grade, like basically uh, since before I had a personality and my own interests and I just liked everything that my sister liked and then she became obsessed with orcas and then that's just stuck for the rest of my life um and when I was in like third grade I created an orca club at my old like elementary school um and then around the time COVID hit I started to like look into like the problems that the southern residents were facing and how to fix them and I put on a car caravan protest with like 10 people <laughs> to try to like stop some Navy testing from happening. Um, and then through just that, I just found out about this group called Snake of Sabers, which is doing what I was trying and sort of failing to do. Um, yeah. Amazing. Uh, Lucy, can you give us an introduction of who you are? Absolutely. My name is Lucy Larkin. I am originally from Minnesota, uh, so I definitely grew up in what I like to call the free willy generation um, and fell in love with orcas that way. And uh, being a small town rural kid, I didn't have uh, 
many options for anything. So always, um, always like near and dear to my heart. I even still have my Free Willy 2 necklace um, that I wear often. And uh, when Talakwa, uh, her story happened back in 2018, it just like reignited that passion that I have for orcas. Um, and then my partner and I um, met in Salt Lake City. I lived there and then we both set the goal for us to move up to the Pacific Northwest. Um, and I did, <clears throat> excuse me, I did end up moving uh, to Portland in um, November, 2020, and then up to Seattle in October, 2021. And um, always following, uh, following the orcas, following all the pages on Facebook and Instagram, just to be, um, you know, up and in the, in the now and in the knowing of what's going on and what they're facing. Um, and definitely, I agree with Owen in that sense of wanting to be, you know, part of a, a bigger picture. And that was definitely a goal of mine moving up to the Seattle area to get involved in activism um, and just to make a difference and to uh, let my passion be shown and to let like my voice be heard and how important um, these, these residents are for just the, the whole entire area and how, um, how everybody holds them near and dear at, at at their hearts so yeah that's pretty awesome um yeah I think that's funny I'm also from the midwest and like have those connections to um the ocean it's just kind of funny I feel like whale people are just you're just like whale people from the start like it's not a choice it just happens um so that's pretty cool so tell us about the projects that you two are working on together and why we're working on the podcast in the first place I guess uh yeah Start, start. yeah yeah go ahead Owen okay. <laughs> on, uh, okay. um, we're putting together a protest in Seattle um, to ask for the breaching of the Snake River dams um, we're gonna be specifically targeting uh, Senator Murray uh, Governor Inslee uh, Senator Cantwell and also I believe uh, Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal um, which it's going to be on June 4th uh, from 11 a.m. to uh, 1.30 p.m. Uh, and it's sort of going to be like in response to um, Murray and Inslee and their sort of process to look at the costs and benefits of breaching the Snake River dams, um, which they're going to come out with a report soon. We don't know exactly when or if it's going to be before or after the protest. So it, the, the protest will either be... Uh, like a precursor, like putting pressure on them to recommend breaching um, mm -hmm. or something that comes after reacting to whatever their plan is. For sure. Interesting. Um, I'm curious to, to see this economic report because like a lot of them are very consistent except for like the one that was like done by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. That one is not consistent with the rest. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see um, what how you know this report compares to all the others that are out there amazing so uh, you're waiting to hear back on this report um and so what effect will the timing of this coming out play on your march owen brought up a really good point um a couple of days ago that we when we were going to actually pick up some supplies for the march um there have been some other rallies uh in uh olympia and in well even down in vancouver and in tacoma um but there wasn't anything happening in seattle and so 
uh, Owen brought up a really good point that we're kind of working to fill that void and to um, just really make a, a bigger statement. And so just obviously drawing more attention to everything and just getting that word out. Um, and it's really beautiful, the um, collaboration that is happening with various organizations and helping to get the word out. And like, we're all in this together and we're all supporting each other. So um, definitely uh, collaboration among the activists is uh, something to come come forward for it, but definitely letting the general public know and the opportunities uh, that they have to help take action as well. Absolutely. So um, what um, organizations are working together in this effort? How many people are we expecting to show up to the march? Let me pull up the specific organization. <laughs> um, um, spe well, specifically, we have um, helping in like some way, uh, Environment Washington Backbone Campaign, which uh, are the people that we got the supplies from we got like a life-size orca and like a oh, oversized sweet. salmon it's so good um right. the sierra club uh great old broads idaho conservation league washington environmental council save our wild salmon endangered species coalition and earth ministry um those are the groups that in some way whether that be like uh amplifying the event like on like with like action alerts or like helping organize the event or lending supplies that are uh, sort of playing a part in putting this together. For sure. That's awesome. Um, excellent. So um, where is the march gonna take place? So we are starting at uh, Central Lutheran Church in Seattle and we are uh, marching down to the federal building in uh, downtown Seattle. Okay, excellent. Um, I suppose it would be important for anybody who is new to the podcast, because we have had quite a few new listeners recently, to maybe give some context for people who may not understand why the dams are so important. Why do these dams need to go down? What role do they play in Southern Resident Conservation? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they, the, the biggest thing is that they're harming the salmon population and the southern residents uh, primarily and really only uh, feed on uh, salmon and specifically Chinook salmon or king salmon. Um, and so that is, their, that is their, their way of life, their way of knowing that that is the only thing um, that they eat. And so the Snake River dams are specifically uh, have decreased the uh, salmon runs that ultimately run into the Columbia River Basin. Um, and there, it's just like drastic numbers um, that have uh, just dwindled since those dams have gone up. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so obviously this is something that's very important. There's no, you know, we talk about all the different ways that we can help the Southern residents and there's no silver bullet, but I feel like this is the closest thing to it. It's like the one biggest action that we could take that would have the most impact in the shortest amount of time. Obviously, there's a lot of things that we need to do, um, but this is something that would be tremendous. And the salmon, you know, not to say that one species is more important than the other or anything like that, but salmon supports over 400 species in the state of Washington. They find the DNA in the rings of trees. I remember Deborah Jaya's telling me about that and being blown away. It's pretty important. Um, so yeah, um, 
do you guys plan to have any indigenous groups involved? Because I know that the dams being up is a violation of several different treaties. Yeah, that was something that we're um, that we were talking about like today at the protest planning meeting, and we're trying to get um, an indigenous speaker for the event. Yeah, I think that would be helpful. Yeah, it's definitely, of course, it's like harder, you know, said than done. Building those relationships takes a lot of time and trust. So you know, it's you know, as much as we want that, I, I understand that you know bridges have been burned and people maybe don't want to be involved because of the way that white people have acted in the past, frankly. So um, that's totally fair if they don't want to be involved. Um, excellent. Um, so the day of the march, you guys are, are, are going from, um, you said a Lutheran church, and then where are you, at, how long is the protest? Um, it's going to be going to the federal building, um, which is like, I think it's about like a, a 30 minute walk. So it's like, a, it's a uh, decent march. Um, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, so if people want to come join this March, what do they need to do to get involved? Um, we have uh, an RSVP link just to like, let us know that you're coming so we can get like a number count, um, mm-hmm. which I can send that to you. Yes. Definitely to send it, it to, yeah. so I can put it in the episode description. Um, excellent. So why are you guys choosing a march over other forms of political activism? Well, I mean, we've obviously like tried a bunch of uh, different things like letter writing and that kind of thing. Um, But with just like the urgency of this political moment um, and yeah, like it it would be foolish to like waste this opportunity that we have with Murray and Inslee um, like actually sort of paying attention to this issue for once. Um, so to, to, to us, it makes sense to just like up the pressure um, and just use all the resources that we have in um, a really like strong tactic that we know is like going to impact them um, in a big way. Absolutely. No, it's totally important. We all have to, you know, find ways that are effective and working and I think at this point we all know like petitions and things like that don't work and if we've got people's attention it's important to to grab onto it while we do um do you guys plan on having any like media coverage um on the event yes we're working uh to make sure that we are contacting uh local news stations and uh outlets um before and like the day of as well Okay. Excellent. Awesome. Um, what resources do you guys need that maybe some of our listeners, if they want to help, um, what resources can they maybe provide? Are there links where they can donate? Are there places where they can drop off like poster supplies? What can people do to help? I mean, I feel like the biggest thing is, uh, just like going to the event, obviously, um, snake river savers is a volunteer team. And it would always be great to have more people. So if you're really interested in Wales, then um, reach out to us. We'd love to have you on our team. But the biggest thing, I think, for the protest is just going to the protest. Yeah, no, definitely, for sure. Um, yeah, more more power in numbers. Um, so it's definitely important. 
Awesome. Um, so what else is Snake River Stavers up to? Because I'm trying to think of the last time I talked to you. It was probably like six months ago or so. How is that organization going and what's new in your uh, world over there? Yeah, there's um, a lot of other stuff that's going on. I've sort of like taken the head on the protest, actually. Okay, um, cool. But um, there's an event with this organization called Orca Running, which is like a run where I think they like donate some money to either Endangered Species Coalition or yeah, I think it's Endangered Species Coalition, which is our like parent organization. Um, Yeah, just like what we've been doing, like workshops, letter writing, that kind of thing, just like the bread and butter tactics also. Yeah, yeah. the the fairy race is pretty cool that uh, we're just partnering in a sense with them um, and just like talking about getting the word out essentially exactly what we've been saying um, and being able to reach a different uh, audience. Um, We're also working on a tabling event um, in the Olympic Sculpture Park, um, part of the the Seattle Art Museum up here. Um, I believe, I wanna say like the third Saturday in July. Um, And we're, we're trying to um, we're trying to uh, time that around when the report is actually actually released, so then we can um, have comment periods. And however however that ends up looking, that we can say, hey, this is out. Um, what do you think? You know, helps helps submit comments, so we can um, kind of take it further from that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so do they have like a deadline for when they plan to have the report done by, or are they just saying like, you know, around this general time frame? It definitely seems like it's just a general time frame. Um, we were thinking like, it's kind of been like up in the air as to like end of May. And then like, seems like it's kind of getting pushed back to like middle of June at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're actively ready and waiting for that. So we can uh, plan our next steps and our, our next um, bit of action. Um, yeah, uh, just following up also too with what Owen had said, we do have, you know, various um, events going on and a lot of virtual events too. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely recommend people to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter um, because we're actively posting uh, what we have going on. Um, and even the virtual events are great because, you know, you don't have to get out, get out of the house and you can still uh, be actively learning. Um, yeah, we've got a Father's Day celebration coming up. Um, that'll be really cool. And we've got one talking about eco-anxiety, uh, I believe, this Friday. Um, and just, like, talking about the pressures of all of the um, environmental issues and how to, like, balance that with, like, mental health. So we're always actively um, working on new things. Uh, we're also looking... Um, to pretty close to getting set up to um, be on the ferries uh, to just in small groups to um, just let people know uh, and again getting that word out letting them know how important it is uh, to bring the dams down um, and just to spread the word and to um, reach new audiences. Yeah absolutely. I love that you guys are doing an event on eco-anxiety because, you know, obviously there's a lot of work to be done and everything, but we need to have a very balanced life. And this is something I think that's come up on a variety of episodes of talking about 
you know, having the balance and also like dealing with that eco anxiety. Um, I'm curious, you know, what that looks like for you guys, because I think realistically, it's something that probably every single person listening to this podcast faces on some level. Um, you know, what does that look like for you guys and how do you manage your eco anxiety? That's a great question. Yeah. Go ahead, Owen. You can start first. Um, yeah, I think, um, it's really easy to like, sort of always have the mindset of like more work is always better. Um, and then sort of burn out and then sort of slip into doomerism, which is the exact opposite of what you want. Um, so I think it's important to like, when, especially if there's like other things going on in your life, like for me, uh, during COVID, like I had all the time just to like say yes to everything and just like commit as much as I wanted to, to like snake river savers and stuff, because, you know, we, the majority of school was just like, uh, the teacher being like, Hey, maybe you could do like one assignment this week. Um, but like, but then when school started picking up, I realized that you can't just like say yes to everything and not like burn out. So I think it's important to recognize when it's productive to, uh, take a break so that you don't burn out and then slip into doomerism and then Lucy, what were you going to say? Doomer. I feel like I like that word. I haven't heard that word before. I know. I like that too. No, that that was great. Owen. Um, I definitely, I always, I always say it's always a balance um, and to, it's so easy to get overwhelmed to read about all the sad, uh, sad things that are going on, the, the tragic stories that you hear um and so it's just really important to in that what can you do for yourself and to balance like self-care like um I don't know, meditation uh going for a walk um and but even just what little thing can you do um obviously not like like I can't tell Inslee myself but you know I can tell the next person and just spread the word so it's thinking thinking about what you can do and um just that overall balance to just kind of keep yourself in check and to just keep uh take care of yourself too because yeah like Owen said it's so easy to fall into doomerism yeah absolutely no I think you're right like a balanced lifestyle like meditation that's a, a a good way to go about it like I find that like just like the basic stuff of making sure that you like have you've eaten like three meals a day that you like got a good night's rest that's always helpful um and like physical exercise, if you like that, I feel like that's always a good stress relief. Like for me, like yeah. my meditation and my like stress relief is always like through yoga. I have a really incredible yoga studio here in Monterey that I go to. And it's like, anytime that I'm like, cause I feel like we all get that where we're like, you just like get overwhelmed. It's like, I'm able to go there, decompress and then like, be like, okay, yeah, it's, you know, it's bad, but it's like, you know, we can't also us as individuals can't realistically solve all the problems anyways. And I think that there's kind of in knowing that, you know, so yeah, no, it's really important to talk about because it's scary. It's just like we're, we're facing entire ecosystem collapse, you know, it's not a small thing. Yeah, exactly. Another thing to throw in there too, for people is to drink your water because we're all literally (laughs) dehydrated houseplants. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I can't grow unless you've got that water. It's very important. Yeah, no, I feel like just getting back to the basics and like, you know, also I think too, 
something that can help with eco-anxiety is like doing what you guys are doing where you work together as a team and you're organized and like, you know, you're building a community because community is something that's so important and we see it, you know, being important for the orcas. It's important for us too. We're all social creatures, you know, um, and having, you know, the ability to share your passion as well as your frustration with someone else, I think is definitely helpful. So it's, I think, you know, you guys being organized, you're actually doing something that could have an impact and, you know, you've got each other. I think that that's another way that people can kind of combat that eco anxiety as well. But yeah, that's, yeah, absolutely. Um, so is this, this is a zoom event that you guys are doing or is this in person for eco anxiety? Yeah. Yeah, that's a Zoom event. Okay, nice. Well, we'll have to put that in the link as well um, so that hopefully people can can see that also. Um, amazing. So Snake River Stavers is a youth group, but obviously, Lucy, you're an adult, not a child, not like a, a student. So we're, we're not, yeah, we're not entirely youth. Uh, the rally is a little more youth driven. Um, and so that's where some of the speakers come in that are, um, other uh, youth from the area um, and other groups, um, but we do have um, we do have we're we're a mix for sure. Okay. Awesome. So this is a group that anybody could join if they wanted yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like with that the whole eco anxiety topic, like if you if you're feeling like lost and hopeless that you want to do something, but you don't know where to begin. I feel like not to like plug our organization, but I feel like volunteering and like joining, joining the cause. I mean, it doesn't have to be our organization. It can be literally anybody um, of the same, the same thing, but just to volunteer your time, join a group that you can work together to do the bigger things that can be uh, really impactful. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I think that that's really important. Um, like I said, community, like having a sense of community is something that's really important. And also like, we're more effective when we use a lot of people's brain power rather than just our own brain power. So, um, that's important. If people do want to, um, you know, join your organization, where's the best place that they can go to find more information on events and, you know, how to volunteer. I would definitely say our social media sites are a great place to start. Um, our Instagram is the uh, most active and uh, most followers. Um, even just like DMing on there is a great, uh, great spot to start. And then we can, um, we're not a terribly huge organization, but we will get you connected and get you into, get you into our meetings and get you, get you involved. And um, I, I wanted to circle back to one thing uh, that you said to, uh was you know it's that doing it in numbers and that's like where we're coming with with this rally that we we're looking for people to join us because we're looking to make a big impact because uh when we do things together um we, it's just a bigger scale and it just leaves uh, a, a greater bigger message yeah absolutely um, the, you know, the bigger, the better, especially in this case. So the more people that can come out, the better. So those of you that are in the greater Seattle area, if you can make it, please go. Um, and if you can't make it, maybe like, I don't know, donate money to snake river savers or something, if you want to be helpful or there's, there's lots of ways to help if you can't physically show up. Um, but try to physically show up or encourage somebody else to, if you can, um, 
But yeah, that's really important. And also, you know, it's good for your health to go on a walk. So just see it that way. If you just need to get outside, maybe you'll make a friend. Maybe you'll, you know, get to make some change as well. So that's, that could be exciting. All right. Well, um, everybody go check out the Snake River Savers Instagram page. Follow them um, for more information on the um, March and I'll be sure to put all the links um, for information on their events and their organization below for you guys to check out. But thank you guys so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thank, yeah, you. thank you. Yes. All right. Um, 